Hallelujah. Amen. Good afternoon, everybody. Good to see everybody. Back in the house of God. Amen. We'll go ahead and we'll get started. I'm going to rise. Stand with me. We want to invoke the blessing of God upon us. I want you to understand Jesus is here. He said, wherever two or three are gathered in my name, that there am I in the midst of them. So we definitely do have a heavenly quorum. And it's been established already, so we just need to allow him to minister to us. Don't be shy. Don't be... Amen. Let, don't let your mind be filled with denial. We all need God. I'm pretty sure all of us need something from the Lord this afternoon, whatever it is. Any kind of healing, any answer, any direction, any need, God knows. So let's go before Him right now. Father, we thank you for this opportunity that was given to us again. And Lord, as you look down upon us in this place, as you see every, every person, every soul, you see the need, Lord. Amen, God. You see, Father, what we people, amen, have brought into this place. And as you have instructed us in your word to cast our cares upon you, because you care for us. I pray that you administer, Lord, to your people. God, that whatever it may be, Lord, that you would reach down and that you would touch and that you would minister. God, that we can obtain salvation, we can obtain healing, we can obtain deliverance. And God, even, Lord, a miracle, a miracle because, oh Lord, of who you are, God, in your love for us, Lord, your faithfulness to us. So I pray, have your way in here, Lord. Amaya Jesus. We bind every spirit, Lord. Amen, Lord, that wars against us. Every spirit, Lord, that tries to bind us. Lord, we ask that you, O oh God, would give us deliverance. That you would break the arm of the enemy, Lord, in this place. That your spirit can have liberty, Lord. That you can minister unto us. I pray, God, have your way. Bind us together that we can be, Lord, in one accord, in one place. We can be of one spirit, Lord. Bless your people, Lord. Open our ears that we may hear. Our eyes that we may see, Lord, and our hearts that we can be converted, Lord, unto you, God. Let your word have free course in this place, Lord. Let it accomplish what you sent it for to do. God, let the gifts of the Spirit, Lord, operate in this place. Bless your people. Bless this body. Bless our worship. Bless our praise, our testimony. Bless the ministry of your word. God, we ask this in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let it be done, Lord, in your name. Let everybody say amen. 
Lord is here. Such a sweet presence of the Lord on this platform. Amen. My advice to you would just be to let go and let go. Amen. Don't be here without your blessing. Hallelujah. Oh, we
Amen. We want to uh, say thank you for everybody for your testimonies, for sharing what God is continuing to do even in our lives. And how many is ready for the word? Amen. Hallelujah. In the Lord, let our hearts be open and our ears open to hear your word. Lord, we ask that you bless, Pastor, and I think thank the Lord for truth. So with that, I'll turn it over to Pastor. Amen. Lord bless you. Afternoon. Good to see Sister Rihanna Amen. and uh, Amen. Jeremy. Amen. And of course, it's good to see Sister Walker back in. Well, she was here, but she left. I think. Oh, she told me she had to be leaving, so. But I was happy to see her. And she texted me and she told me what happened to her, and she said, "I'm all right, Pastor. I'm all right." <laughs> Sister Walker, Sister Walker, I call her Sister Walker. I love her, I appreciate her. We've already been on the gospel trail together several times. So I enjoy her company and she's, amen, she's a very knowledgeable and very wise woman. For those of you that never really have a conversation with her, you'll find out that's just how she is. I appreciate her. I love her. Amen. She's kind of like uh, shifted into the place of my mother since my mom uh, is up in heaven. And so for your sake, you ought to be glad she's here. Because she, she, uh, she makes me behave. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Otherwise, things could get quite out of hand. So she keeps me in line. I just have to praise God. Hallelujah. So I'm glad. I'm glad. I tell you what. It's just like I could I could bask in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. And I'm feeling I'm feeling his presence. So mightily. Thank you, Jesus. And if you haven't known it by now, I want to remind you that God is on the throne. Amen. Everything that has to do with us, praise God. And of course, we're His people. We're called by His name. We belong to Him. 
So everything about us, about what we do in life is, praise God, we definitely have an advantage this afternoon. Amen. Amen. Just to know him, just, just to know him, what I was sharing just a little bit this morning, just to know him. Just to know him. Praise God. If we could ever just work on that relationship and just allow him to minister to us. Do what he needs to do in our lives and amen. It would be so good for us if we could just uh, submit ourselves. Put our trust in him and and that's sounds pretty simple, doesn't it? Yeah. And, and and that's all we have to do and, and, and rest assured everything will be okay, everything will be fine. Yes, yeah. Amen. And that's just the way it is with him. Yes. We don't have we don't have nobody can compare right. to him and, and we don't have a heavenly father like him. Amen. He is the only one. The only one. Praise God. And I'm glad he's the only one. And I'm glad I know the only one. Praise God. I heard everybody stand up and testify. And amen. I'm, I'm appreciative of the testimonies. And uh, it's good to hear what God's doing for you in your life. And... Uh, I remember when certain people would stand and testify and I would listen and to me it's just like if you really if you, you really have a, a testimony and you love the Lord and you're doing everything you can to please Him, to follow Him, God's going to do work in your life. Amen. God's going to prove Himself to you and He's going to, amen, He's going to manifest His grace. And you're going to be taken care of. Amen. Everything about your life, every area of your life, every facet of your yes. life, God is going to have covered. Yes. Isn't that wonderful to know? Yes. Praise God. He's, going to, he's a God that's going to take care of you. So when, when you do that, and, and, and you have that testimony, because there's going to be certain things that you're going to experience. And sometimes, you know, we are going to go through a little hardship and, a little adversity and a little persecution, yeah. little trial, little tribulation like somebody mentioned not too long ago. But the good thing about it is that uh, the Bible says he will never leave us nor forsake us. That's right. Amen. So he's there with us and he'll, he'll help yes. us to get through whatever it is. Yes. Not to succumb to it. Right. Not to succumb to, amen, uh, destruction or, or death or anything like that. But he'll help us to... As the Bible says, amen, yea, though I walk through the shadow of the valley of death, he will be with me. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. So in other words, guess what? No matter what you're going through, God is going to help you to get through it. We have that promise. And so when we experience that, when you go through those times... When you go through those situations, amen, that we that we experience in life, guess what? We know what it's like to be, 
amen, saved. And we know what it's like to be delivered. We know what it's like to be healed. We know what it's like to experience victory. So guess what we do? Because we know that, we know how faithful he is. We know that he's a good God. And you know what the Bible says? All things work together for the good. For those who are, amen, for, for the good, for those who are the called according to his purpose. His purpose. So everything works together for good for you and I. Whether we see it or not, we agree with it, everything works together for the good. So you know what happens? Because of that experience, and we know what it's like to, to be able to have our God with us. Amen. Amen. We can stand up and we can testify. Yes. Yes. We can brag on him. Yes. Amen. Oh yeah. That's what a testimony is. We can brag on him. Amen. Hallelujah. And I don't mind bragging on him. That's right. Because everything I brag about is true. Yes. That's right. He's been faithful. He hasn't let me down. He's still with me. Praise God, knowing that, it just gives me the confidence yes. and gives me, praise God, the faith. Thank you so much. Yes. Amen. I want to turn your attention to the book of Luke, chapter 13. And, uh, amen. Luke chapter 13, verse number 18. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you for the word. Yeah. Verse number 18, he said, Then said he, Unto what is the kingdom of heaven like? He asked a question. What's it like? So he says, And whereunto shall I resemble it? Two questions. What's the kingdom of heaven like? And what can we, where can we resemble it? <laughs> he said, It is like a grain of mustard seed which a man took and cast into his garden, and it grew and waxed a great tree and the fowls of the air lodged in the branches of it so we see what he's comparing this mustard seed to amen and what it's like you go over there and uh, uh, and in verse number in verse number 20 it says and again he said whereunto you shall I liken the kingdom of heaven. It is like leaven which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole was leaven. My, my, my. You may be seated. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for your worship. I want things just to Break loose here. Yes. 
because of what we're feeling, the goodness of God and what I was feeling back there in worship. I want things to break loose here. There's so much potential. And uh, I believe this, that it's very possible when we allow God to have his way and when we just submit ourselves to him and let him move on us. Praise God. We're going to see some and experience some unbelievable things. Things are going to take place. God's going to move and we're going to be blessed. And we're going to be happy. So you see in the scripture today, very important, and, and I, I'm going to read out of it. If you want to turn there, it's, it's up to you. You can. But in the book of Mark, chapter 4, it's the same passage of scripture, but this is how Mark recorded it in chapter 4 and verse number 30. And look what he says. And he said, Whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God? Shall we liken? Whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God? Remember, he's asking you that question. It's that same question. Whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or with what comparison shall we compare it? Wow. It is like a grain of mustard seed, which when it is sown in the earth, it is less than all the seeds that be in the earth. But when it is sown, it groweth up and becometh greater than all the herbs. And shooteth out great branches so that the fowls of the air may lodge under the shadow of it. So he's saying, in essence, let me just paraphrase it. What we can we compare the kingdom of God to? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what can we compare it to? Amen. Well, let me answer that question. You cannot compare right. anything in this world to the kingdom of God. You can't even compare, amen, whatever a man thinks. Amen. You can't even compare all the other religions. All the other beliefs in this world. There's nothing like this one. It's uncomparable. You can't feel the Holy Ghost the way you feel the Holy Ghost in this place. In any other place. It's uncomparable. You can't compare God to that. You can't compare the kingdom of heaven to that. Because, amen, there's no way that it can amount to what it is. So you think about that. So he asked that question. With what? Comparison shall we compare it? Well, he talks about a grain of mustard seed. And of course, we all know the story. We all know the parable 
of the grain of mustard seed. It is a really small seed. It's the smallest of all the seed of herbs. The smallest. But we can take that little seed. Now, this is the kingdom of heaven. God has to help us to understand this is, this is the power of God. I want you to listen. Because God is speaking to each and every one of us in here. Amen. He's showing us the comparison. The kingdom of heaven is like that little grain of mustard seed. What you got to do is you got to take that seed and you have to plant it. So when you plant it, what's going to happen? It's going to grow. It's going to grow. And he said it's going to be like a great tree. That is going to surpass any other tree. Amen. It's going to be so big that the falls of the air are going to come in and sit upon it. Amen. In other words, guess what? There's going to be an increase. Yes. Jesus, hallelujah. I want you you to understand that. And so he says, it's it's like a, amen, leaven that uh, a woman put and hid in three measures of meal. And it was put in three measures of meal until the whole, all the dough became leaven. Wow. Think about that. Just think about that. Where you are right now. I don't know what your level of faith is right now. I don't know what what your level of belief is. But I remember a man said this, Lord, help thou my unbelief. Help me, Lord, to believe. Did you know that we we serve a God, we worship a God who's the God of the impossible. That's one thing that, amen, that helps us to realize the significance, the difference between this God and all the other gods. Well, first of all, he is a living God. He's alive and he's well. Obviously, we know that's true because we can feel the Holy Ghost in this place. So we know he's alive. He's a a risen Savior because you and I are filled with the Holy Ghost. And here's the one. Th- here's the other. Amen. A, w- a statement about him. He is the only. He is the only one. Huh? One true God. Yes. So think about it this way. Everybody in here knows that one true God. And everybody in here knows he is, amen, the only living God. So we serve a God who is alive. We serve a God, amen, who is here for you and I. So, so, So I want you to understand this. Amen. He said, how can we compare this to? We can't compare it to anything in this world. This is what God is doing in our lives. One thing we need to understand is that when he speaks to us through his word, he wants us to believe what his word is 
saying to us, what it's telling us. He says that the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a little grain of mustard seed. You can take that little faith. If you've got that little faith in you right now, you can take that little faith. You can plant it in the soil. Guess what's going to happen? It's going to sprout up. It's going to grow. It's going to become. It's going to increase. Think about this. With what comparison shall we compare it? We cannot compare it. What God is doing right now. Let me tell you something. The direction God is taking your faith right now. My wife talked about miracles we experience. Amen. Those were some of the smaller miracles. But amen. We've seen miracles. We've seen numerous miracles. Amen. In our years living from for God. We've seen miracles happen, unbelievable miracles. We've seen blinded eyes open. We've seen deaf ears unstopped. We've seen the lame walk again. Are you listening to me? We've seen the cancer heal. Are you listening to me? We've seen the miracle-working power of God. That's the God we serve. All I'm talking about is nothing but truth, nothing but Praise God, that's the God we serve. So we've seen what God can do. But all because of that little grain of mustard seed. Now, obviously, it's not as big as this bottle cap right now. Okay? Let me tell you something. In comparison to what we see in here, the size of this congregation, everybody that's here, yep. this little bottle cap is nothing in comparison to all of you. Right. It's a lot smaller, right. praise God, Amen. than all of us put together. Yeah. But can you imagine, just by looking at this, a grain of mustard seed, I don't know if you see that little white dot in the middle of that bottle cap. A little white dot. I would say that's probably what the grain of mustard seed looks like. Right. So if you can imagine that little grain of mustard seed being planted. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Oh, no, you're not listening. Are you listening? Being planted. Being planted where? In your heart. Being planted in your heart. Can you imagine what God will be able to do? Amen. Just watch things come to the surface. Yes, Jesus. Whatever it is right now you're going through, whatever it is right now you're facing, if you just plant that little grain of mustard seed. You know why he said there's nothing you can compare to it. Just plant it. Amen. As he said, if we plant the seed of the kingdom, if we hide it, it will grow. It will expand. Now, let me help you along. Getting warm up here. Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. Let me help you along. 
I know what it's like. It's amazing when you can lay hands on somebody that is afflicted yes. or infirmed. Yes. Amen. And we've seen that. Yes. People that could not talk. People that could not see. People that could not hear. People that couldn't even walk. Right. But God says, if you have faith as a grain yes. of a mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed. And it's going to be removed. How many of you believe that? Yes. Faith as a grain of mustard seed. Amen. I don't know what you all are experiencing right now, but I believe this. You need this little faith to help you to move whatever mountains that you are facing right now in your life. So it's about time. It's about time we get to work planting. Yes. We get to work planting, but let's let's plant it on good ground. Let's plant it on good soil so that the word of God can grow. Think about that. Let me help you. Because I believe it's God's will. Yes. <laughs> you notice that in the beginning of Amen, when he called out the church and when he called out his disciples, Amen, in, in the beginning. And he the Bible, you know, we talk about the Great Commission. You read that in Matthew 28, 19, and you read that in Mark chapter 16, you read that in Luke chapter 24, you read that in John chapter 20, the Great Commission of God. But you notice that at the beginning, not way afterwards, yeah. at the beginning of that great commission, this is what he said, all power in heaven and earth is given unto me. Yeah. Going therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name yeah. of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, which is Jesus. Yeah. But he said, that he said this, he said, guess what? He said, ye shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You shall cast out devils in my name. And if you, amen, drink any, take up any uh, serpents, amen, they're not going to harm you. Now, now, now he started all that business at the beginning. In other words, guess what? That's what he gave. That's what he imparted to us through the Holy Ghost. So what you have in the Holy Ghost is going to enable you, amen, to minister. Let him... Blow your brains out. It's like somebody, Brother uh, Alex said this. Human nature just never comprehends. Right. Human nature can never <laughs> grasp the principles yeah. of the kingdom of heaven. Right. We're still, amen, in the, yeah. amen, the, the worldly economy. Right. We're in the carnal realm. Yeah. And yet God is trying to speak to us and say, hey, you cannot compare the kingdom of heaven, amen, to anything down here. Why? Because it's satisfied alone 
We can believe all kinds of things. We can believe all we can believe all kinds of superstition. We can believe, uh, amen, in, in uh, folklore and all that stuff. But we can't believe the truth. The truth is God came to make a difference in your life. It's a challenge to us. We need to understand this. Amen. We cannot play. Are you listening to me? We cannot play. We cannot be like-minded. Amen. Because, amen, the word of God is truth. Ye shall know the truth. The truth will make you free. That's how powerful the word of God is. coming to that place right now yep. it's just as simple simplicity there's a lot of yes. profoundness in simplicity yes. it's not Amen. complicated Amen. are you listening to me yes. you don't have to be a rocket scientist right. to Amen. Figure this out. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Yes. Praise God. All we have to do is believe. Yes. Amen. All we have to do is obey. Yeah. All we have to do is put it into practice. Yeah. Let it become a, a principle that we live by. Yeah. 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 Amen. And if you stay where you are long enough, it's gonna, it's gonna hit you. You go, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? It's gonna blow your brains yes. all over the floor. Yes. When you finally come to that revelation and say, wow. Yeah. Woo! When you start to see things God's way yeah. and not your way. When you start to have faith and believe for the impossible. Amen. You know why? Because it's the kingdom of heaven. That's the realm. That's the dimension. That's the kingdom of heaven. That's what's in the kingdom of heaven. Amen. It's a challenge to us. If you want to be a Christian, right. if you want to be born again, yeah. huh? Amen. You can't approach it lightly. That's right. Amen. 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 This, this is not a hobby or a pastime. God should never be a hobby or a pastime. God should be the center of our life. He should be the reason that we're living. Are you listening to me? He's the reason our heart is beating. Why? He's not a hobby. He's not a pastime. He's our life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the difference. That's the difference. This is our life. This is what he's called us to live. He's hoping that the kingdom of heaven will take root 
Right. He's hoping that it will grow. Yeah. He's hoping that it will expand yeah. in our lives. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Hallelujah. And so we're going to know. Without a shadow of a doubt. We're going to know if we have it or not. Are you listening to me? This is what separates the church from any other religious entity. Because there's only one church. Are you listening to me? There's only one bride. But as I said earlier, I want to help some of you. Amen. I feel like I need to help some of you. I should yes. say the Lord. Amen. Yes. Amen. I'm working together with Jesus. him. Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, you're so awesome. Praise God. Praise God. Brother Craig sent me that text in those pictures yesterday. Uh, Brother David, excuse me, Brother David. He said, uh, Sister... Olivia, uh, her her ring. I, think it is. I I thought it was her ring, but it's not. And it's got a ring at the end of it. Her her ring, her ring there. Her ring. He said, "Hold on." And then he sent me that. He said, and then I seen those pictures of her standing there. I seen those pictures of her walking. Yeah. She's not connected to a. Uh, uh, what do you call that? A um, helps you breathe. Yeah. A ventilator. There you go. She's not connected to a ventilator no more. She's breathing on her own. Wow. She's walking on her own. Yeah. Why do you think that happened? Yeah. Is that just a coincidence? And so he said the family wants to say thank you to the church for the prayers that they offered up on behalf of Olivia because she's starting to move on her own. She's walking on her own. Praise God. That's what God wants us to realize and understand. He is the God that can create miracles. No, it's not a coincidence. Amen. It just didn't happen just like that. Obviously, somebody has faith. Obviously, somebody prayed the prayer of faith. So because the prayer of faith was prayed, that's what God did. I'm going to move. And I'm going to raise her up from her bed. And guess what? We see. Amen. The faith. So this is something that we have to understand. Listen to this. This is a principle. We live by principles. You may not realize it, but each and every one of us, we live by a principle. Uh, whatever principle that is. Whatever, amen, whatever direction our life goes, we're living by principle. That's why we're going down that road. That's why we're going that direction. Because we're living by principle. 
So I want you to understand. Let's narrow it down to the principles we live by. Yeah. Amen. Because there's only two ways we can, amen, live. We can, we can live, praise God. We, we can choose to live for God or we can choose not to live for God. So let's compare the principles. Let's compare the principles. It's pretty simple. It's pretty profound. It's pretty elementary. Paul said, be not deceived. God is not mocked. That's right. Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. Jesus, hallelujah. Amen. That's right. Amen. He's not mocked. No, he's not. Yeah. Right. Jesus. He says, for whatsoever a man soweth. That's right. That's right. Yep. Amen. Whatsoever you sow, whatsoever you plant, in your life, that's going to be what you are going to reap. The law of sowing and reaping. So let me break it down a little bit. Let me amplify what that means. If you plant unbelief, you know why certain things aren't happening for a lot of people? Right. Because they don't want to believe. Right. They plant Amen. that seed of unbelief. Oh, yeah. God doesn't do that anymore. No. Oh. Or I can't live that way. Oh. So when you plant that seed of unbelief, guess what's going to happen? You're going to live by that principle. So you're going to, amen, you're going to live by the unbelief. Amen. Amen. You're going to reap everything that unbelief tells you. That's right. Oh, you're going to be so sad. You're going to be so down and out. You're going to be so frustrated. Are you listening to me? You're going to be unhappy. Because the devil says, hey, don't believe that. Yeah, right. huh? oh, yeah. Don't believe that what that preacher's saying right there. Yeah. Don't believe a word he's saying. That's not yeah. true. And the devil wants you to have unbelief. Yeah. You know what the Bible says in the book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 20, and I believe it's verse or 1620. The Bible says, believe his obey and believe his prophets, yeah. and you shall prosper. Yeah. And, and, and we plant fear. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Plant fear. Yeah. So because we plant fear, guess what? We're always going to be tormented. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Fear and torment go together. Yeah. When you plant fear, you're yeah. going to be tormented. Yeah. The devil's going to come against you. Yeah. Amen. There's a lot of, there's different levels yeah. of fear if you yeah. don't realize it. There are different levels of fear, but when we plant that one seed of fear, guess what's going to happen? You're going to be tormented. Some of us have more fear for somebody than we do for God. You would rather succumb to what some loved one is trying to tell you. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Amen. Yeah. Woo. 
So you're patting that fear and say, oh, they tell you, oh, don't have anything to do with God. Don't have anything to do with righteousness. Don't have anything to do with the Holy Ghost. Why? Because that's what they want of you. But let me tell you something. Don't let fear. Because it's going to come back to you. It's going to torment you. There's so many. The law of sowing and reaping. So when you look at it, he said, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Yes. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. You look at that word corruption, you know what it means? It means death. Decay. Yep. There's no life there. Yep. And, and I wonder why it is. Some people's lives aren't going nowhere. Right. And so, when we plant that seed, when we sow to the flesh, we shall of the flesh reap corruption. So that's what's happening. That's why, remember, we're talking about God said, what, what can we compare heaven like? What can we liken it to? What, we, what can we compare it to? You can't compare it to anything. Amen. He says, you can take that little bit of a mustard seed and you can plant it. And guess what? Even though it's a small seed, it's going to do great things. Well, think about Molly. I had a, how can I explain it? Wow. Yeah. I had a vision about her. He was here Amen. in this sanctuary. And I seen her just like I always do. When I walked up to her, I started to talk with her. Guess what? When she talked back to me, Amen. she was talking to me. Right. Amen. 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 Right. She was responding to me in the level right. of maturity in her mind and in her body. Yeah. Praise yeah. God. She didn't have that slur. Are you listening to me? She didn't have that certain sound in her voice. It sounded like she was talking normal. That's what God showed me. If God showed me that, then I believe it's possible. All we have to do is believe. I guarantee you, if it happens today, woo! You notice I said, I'm not putting it back for a few months' time or even a year. I said, today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
So he says, he says, but he that soweth to the Spirit. What's he talking about? Capital S P I R I T. He that soweth to the Spirit. What's he speaking about? The Holy Ghost. We sow to the Spirit. Guess what? Amen. We need to do. We need to sow to the Spirit. We need to plant that seed. Are you listening to me? We need to sow to the Spirit. Amen. The only direction you and I can go when we sow to the Spirit is up. The only direction we can go is forward. Are you listening to me? The only direction we can go is we can be blessed of God. If you sow to the Spirit, ye shall of the Spirit reap at life everlasting. Yes. 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 I was talking to somebody yesterday. Backslider. Not going to mention names. And they were talking to me about what they're feeling right now. And I said, you know what? God's answering our prayers. He's dealing with you. And right away, here came all the explanations. I said, wait a minute, hold on. Stop it. I said, none of that. None of that is true. I said, you know what? A lot of people don't realize. Man, I, I, I wish everybody would be faithful yes. to yes. the assembling of ourselves yes. together. Yes. Yes. To come to church. Yes. If, if you come to church, let me tell you something. You're more of a man yes. and you're more of a woman than anybody out there in this yes. world. Because, guess what? You have the backbone to come to the house of God. A lot of people don't have the backbone to come to the house of God. So I said, you know what? I, I told this person, I said, hey, I said, you just need to start coming back to church and quit coming up with excuse after excuse. Just come to church. I said, you're going to find out something. And she said, what's that? I said, church won't kill you. thinking about me and my wife getting up in the morning and like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Body, stiff, parts are getting worn out. Get up stiff. Ah. Just regardless of what I'm going through, regardless of what I'm experiencing, I, my body's getting old. I know that. I'm not a spring chicken anymore. But guess what? I make it work. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. yes. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to let anybody or anything stop me. Right. Amen. Listen to this, all you young people. Yep. Yeah. 
Watch out, Grandpa's going to outrun you. He's going to outdance you. Huh? He's going to outjump you. You better watch out. Oh, Grandpa's going to start moving around. Plant that seed. Plant that little seed. It's a little bitty one. You can't compare a little bitty seed. Little tiny one. That's how he said your faith. If your your faith is this small, if you have even that amount of faith, guess what? Boom! Think about it. I believe it's God's will. Because he said, it's going to become like a great tree. You look, you look in, 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 in the version in, in, in Mark chapter 4, uh, if you have a Bible that has side notes, it says this, it's going to become like a tree that's 12 foot tall. That's a big tree, isn't it? Amen. It's going to grow to be that big. Amen. All right. Woo. Amen. Did yes. you realize this? That's how God wants your faith to grow. Yes. It'll start out small, but it's going to grow big. Yes. It's going to grow to the point where it's going to be like a 12-foot tree. It's going to be so big that the fowls of the air are going to come in and sit upon its branches. That's how big it is. That's how big it is. Are you listening to me? God wants you to understand. He wants you to increase. And just like she hid that leaven and hid it in three measures of, 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 of the flour, guess what? Guess what happened? Just that little bit. She hid it in three measures of the flour. So what happened? Pretty soon. The whole thing was. That's what it takes. Yes. Oh man, we need to get past Thank this. Yes. Amen. We need to get past this. I, I want the Lord to talk to you. Yes. I want the Lord to help you to understand because that's His intent. That's His intent for you. That's His will for you. Praise God. Come to the house of God. Every time you come, more is happening. You're leaving with more than what you came in. Yes. Your faith is increasing. Yes. Your faith is expanding. Your faith is abounding. Because that's what that little seed is doing. Amen. God is planting that in your heart right now. And God wants you to experience that. That's God's will for you. Jesus. Hallelujah. 
115, 14, this is what he said. The Lord. Even those two words move me. I don't have to read the rest of it. The Lord. Just mention something about him. Go, The Lord. Oh man, I'm starting to jump in. Oh, I know something good is coming. Somebody said the Lord. The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. How is he going to do that? If he passed that little mustard seed deep within your heart, it's going to grow. It's going to flourish. It's going to become fruitful. I know that's true. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's somehow the word of God is just, amen, intertwined with statements of faith. And the way it does it, it does it just so, amen, where, where you don't really realize it unless you're really searching for it. But he said that in the word of God concerning the law, the law of the house of God. The law of coming to the house of God. He said, you're going to come in one door and then you're going to leave by another. Yeah. So what does that mean? You're not going to leave the same way you came in. In other words, you're not going to leave the way you came in. You're going to leave different. You're going to leave going another direction. Are you listening to me? How many of you believe me? That's the law of the house of God. So, so we get a glimpse of that. What his intent is. Oh man, I tell you what. No wonder he said, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My ways are higher than your ways. Just as, amen, the heaven is higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. In other words, we can't comprehend that if we stay where we are right now. That's why God has to come down to our level so we can understand what he's intended for us. He wants us to be able. Think about that. Thank you, Jesus. Think about that. Oh my. Jesus. I know one thing God is talking to somebody. Jesus. Jesus. Take your pick. Jesus. God is talking to 50 somebody. Amen. 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 Amen.
You're all sitting there. Hallelujah. You're all sitting there with great big old targets on your chest. God says, I know where I'm going to hit them. Hallelujah. He's going to hit the bullseye. Do you know that the Lord is a sharpshooter? Yes. You don't miss a shot. So if you're feeling it right now, it's hitting you, right? Right in your old chante. And you're probably Oh, Jesus. Why, why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling this way? Because God's trying to get you motivated. Trying to get you stirred up. Huh? I know something. Some of you need some excitement in your life. But God does. Every time he presents us with the word, every time he opens the word to us, yeah. yes. puts it right out to us, boom. Amen. This is my intent. This is what I'm trying to tell you. I want you, I want you to hear this. I want you to understand. I'm speaking like, like I'm the Lord. I want you to understand me. This is what I want for you. This is what I want you to experience. This is what I want you to have. Right. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes, Jesus. That's right. Yes. Amen. There's yes. so many possibilities. Yes. Yes, There's a lot of potential right now. Yes. Oh, Jesus. You're in a place where you can take this and man, if you just let that little seed be planted right deep in your heart. Amen. Yes, Jesus. Thank So the Lord is speaking to his people in the Old Testament. Oh, hallelujah. In the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 1, and verse number 11. Amen. This is what the Lord said. He said, the Lord God of your fathers. Amen. <laughs> yeah. He wanted God's people to understand. He said, the Lord God of your fathers, make you a thousand times so many more as you are. Yes, Jesus, hallelujah. We can, we can interpret that this way. Well, if there's one of you, the Lord wants there to be a thousand of you. Yeah. 
Amen. young people, don't be satisfied where you are right now. Amen. Don't be satisfied where you are right now. You know what? You're not going any place. You're not going any place. God wants you to take you places in here. I want your life to increase. I want there to be some expansion. I want there to be some growth. I want there to be some truth in your life. Lord God of your fathers, make you a thousand times as many more as you are. And bless you. Yes. As he had promised you. Some of you are thinking right now, how could that be? Oh, Jesus. Hey, uh, let me tell you something. Let me, let the Lord enlighten you. Let him open up your eyes and let you see what, what the situation is right now, where you are. Everything that you could tie into as far as the kingdom of heaven. Everything that can be yours. Because this is not hype to get you feeling good. Right. Right. That's right. Right. That's right. Amen. Well, pastor's just trying to get us to shout a little bit. No, I'm not. No. The Lord wants you to understand what your potential is in the kingdom of heaven. Amen. That's right. Yes, Lord. So that tells me one thing. He doesn't want you staying where you are. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yes, Jesus. Think about this. In Jeremiah 5 and verse number 4, he said, Therefore I said, Surely these are poor. They are foolish. Oh, we, we, we can make up that excuse. Huh? We can say that we're impoverished. Nobody cares. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Hey, how can I put this to you? Wow. God's blessed me. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. I don't have a, a big savings account. I've got, right. you know, I've got some money stored away. Uh-huh. And I got money in my checking account. I'm happy. Uh-huh. Amen. I own two vehicles. I own a 2010 Ford F-150. Yes. SLT. With a bumper guard on it. Then I own I own a 2000. Well, my wife, my wife and I, because her name's on there too. Not just mine, but hers. And we own a 2008 Mercury Sable. Now get this. Premier. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 
besides all the belongings we have in our house. And, Amen. But guess what? We're rich. Yes. Yes. Amen. We're rich. Yes. I don't look at myself as, you know, they say, they want to read this by, oh, you're the, you're the upper class and you're the middle class and you're the lower class. Well, who cares? Right. That's the way they like to look at life here, but I don't look at it that way. Right. Hey, Amen. My dad. Yes. yes, that's right. Yes. He's a king. Yes. yes. The Bible calls him the king of kings. And the Bible calls him the Lord of lords. And the Bible says he holds heaven and earth. So why should I think I'm promised me when I moved here to Vermillion, he said, you need to be, a, you know, you, you need to be a full-time minister. I said, okay, don't work. Oh. <laughs> don't work and I will take care of you. Guess what? I kept my promise. Guess what? He kept his. Yes. He's been taken care of. What does that say? Yeah. Well, somebody says, I'm struggling right now. Well, guess what? Get back into the kingdom yeah. of heaven. Amen. Yes. Yes. So it says, therefore, I said, surely, Jeremiah 5, 4, surely these are poor. They are foolish. For they know not the way of the Lord, nor the judgment of their God. Why is it? Guess what? From what I understand what the word of God is saying to us. It's God's will and intent that the kingdom of God increase in our life. Yeah. Right. Amen. Yeah. After we so grow. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, here's the thing. Right away, our carnal mind is, oh, man. Jeez, boy. <laughs> By the way, we think about the Benjamins. Yeah. <laughs> huh? That's our that's our uh, explanation of which. Well, have a lot of you know. Well, I I own four houses. <laughs> that's not real well. That's what you call oversight. But here we are, even though maybe financially, you know, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're poor. Doesn't mean that at all. I always remember preaching in uh, Canada for the, the first year of winter, Brother Aaron remembers this, and, and we were asked to go to uh, Dakota Plains. And so I reluctantly, I said, okay, because I was really supposed to come back, and I said, I prayed, and the Lord said, go. So I said, and one of my concerns, Lord, I'm not, if I don't go back and work, I'm not going to be able to make my bills for this month. Mm -hmm. 
And that was in July. That was the end of June, and that was coming into July. So I'm not going to be able to pay my bills. He said, go. So we went. Brother Smoke said, you'll be here for, uh, we're, we're having this meeting for, for, for seven days, and I'll let you preach uh, you know, from the beginning of the week to toward, toward the end of the week, and then there's some more preachers coming. I said, okay. Come to find out, some of those preachers didn't make it. So guess who, guess who handled them all? <laughs> I was up there morning service. I was up there afternoon service. I was up there evening service. Wow. Amen. <laughs> I didn't have, I didn't run out of anything to talk about. We got through the first week and then the Holy Ghost fell. People were getting the Holy Ghost. People were getting baptized. Miracles were happening. And you know what Brother Smoke said? Brother Marshall, can you stay one more week? Oh, man. I prayed and the Lord said, stay. So I said, okay. I told him, we'll stay. Good. One more week. 14 days. More people receive the Holy Ghost. More people get baptized in Jesus' name. More miracles happen. At the end of that second week, when, when we left South Dakota, we went up to, to uh, uh, Sioux Valley. That was a week there. So we ended up being up there almost a month. Wow. <laughs> and so I was thinking about it. I said, man, Lord, you know, got my rent, got my insurance, got a lot of bills to pay. And Brother Smoke comes up to me after, afterwards. He said, here, this is for you. He hands me a uh, a wad. So I said, okay, thank you. He said, so I put it in my pocket. And we were, we, we were finished eating, finished fellowship, and I had to get ready for the evening service. And there we were, and I went into our bedroom, and I was there, and I started praying, and I was going to change clothes. So I started changing clothes, and all of a sudden, I, I thought, oh, yeah. He gave me it, so I pulled it out. And you know what? The Lord met my needs for my bills, plus some. Wow. Amen. Wow. Yes, So let me, let me, why am I saying that? Because if you think you are poor, right, right, and that's that, that that's what the question was. Jeremiah, Jeremiah was talking about. He said, "Surely these are poor; they are foolish, for they know not the way of the Lord." Amen. If we can understand one thing, brother Kevin. God is going to take care of your need. Yes, he will. Brother Gary, yeah. Sister Tracy, yeah. your transportation is on its way. up to the nines. <laughs> Nothing wrong with looking nice. <laughs> you won't see me wearing uh, uh, what, what would you call it? Rhinestone. And <laughs> you won't see me wearing chains about my neck. Gold rings on every finger. <laughs> 
<laughs> because that's what people, that's how they gauge blessings. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is. Wow. Have bling bling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you realize we have bling bling, but you just can't see it? You don't have to put it on. Upward. Right. Right. We have it inwardly. Yes. I know I look prosperous. Amen. Look at my suit. Yes, you do. But I'm prosperous in the Lord. Yes. So he says, listen to this. James chapter 2, verse number 5. Here again, my beloved brethren, hath not God chosen the poor of this world rich in faith? Amen. And heirs of the kingdom, yes. which he had promised to those that love him. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. My, my, my. realize this what this all represents here what this all symbolizes it's here because of God's word we're here because God commanded him of course it was it's, it's been done we're obeying his word you can you can look through the scripture and you can search the scripture and you're going to find out where we're staying as close as we can to his word and to the faith that he's right. imparted to us. Right. We don't want to deviate. We don't want to go straight. We want to stay right, right down. We want to stay right. as close to the middle, the center as we can. Yes. We want to live that way. Amen. But guess what? Living this way takes faith. Yes. yes. Right. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. Putting yourself in that place, it takes faith. So you yes. believe. You believe. Yes. yes. And so here we are, God's promise it, and that's what he said. He said, Here can my beloved brethren, hath not God chosen the poor of this world yes. rich in faith? Yes, he has. Yes. And heirs of the kingdom? Yes, he has. Yes. Amen. Amen. Which he had promised to them that love him. So he promised it to us. Amen. Yes. He promised. Amen. Now look what he said about his promises. All the promises of God are yea. Yes. yes. And amen. Yes. So you know what that means? Yes. And it's settled. Yes. yes. As long as as we're busy, yes. 
about our Father's business. Right. Right. As long as we're active, yes. guess what? He said that, amen, that we're to be fitly joined together. Yes, exactly. Fitly joined together and compacted. Yes. And so we're fitly joined together, we're compacted. They says, by that which every joint supplier mm -hmm. yeah. oh, worketh increase Jesus. to itself. Yeah. So you think about it. This is a good example. We're a self-supporting, yes. self-governing yes. body. Yes. Why? Because that's his word. Yes. As long as we attend to his word, God's going to take care of us. That's right. Yes, he will. Amen. Yes, Jesus. Thank you so much. But see, it's, it's, it's what you grasp. It's, it's just pointing that, planting that little seed. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. In the book of Colossians, you read this in chapter 2 and verse number 19. I'm almost done. It says, he says, and not holding the head from which all the body by joints and bands having nourishment ministered and knit together. If you have another translation, it says by joints and tendons. All the tendons of the body. Wow. By joints and bands having nourishment ministered. So our close relationship. And you notice that this all hinges on, amen, holding the head. Right. Hmm? Amen. So, so uh, uh, another translation of that, holding the head, means this. Holding fast to the head. So who's the head? Jesus. 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 Yeah. Holding fast to the head. Yeah. Yes. From which all the body by joints and bands having nourishment. If we stay close, we're yes. connected. Amen. Spiritually. Yes. Yes. And physically. Amen. Yes. Having nourishment minister and knit together. Look what he says. Increase. Increases with the increase of God. Oh my. In this day and age that we live in. Do we need this more than we need anything? Yes. Right. Amen. The Apostle Paul said this in. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse number 10. Look what he says. And the Lord make you to increase and abound. <laughs> increase and abound. Wow.
Get this. How many of you have ever been down to Racine, Missouri? There's a brother, he's passed away, he's gone to be with the Lord, he's a pioneer. Brother Jim Triplett. Brother Jim Triplett started to work in Racine, Missouri. You go to Joplin, Missouri, you go to Brother Wethy's, it's about 60 miles east of Brother Wethy's. And driving through there, it'd be like you driving when you're going out west, you go right before you get to, to Whiteman, you see this little bitty town, that's where my wife used to live, Wood. You, you drive by woods, just like, there's, there's a few buildings there. Once in a while, you'll catch somebody walking around. You can see a human being. <laughs> so you know there's life there. <laughs> Racine, Missouri is, is like that. Not, you know, not, not, not a big township, you know. Just a, a country setting. But when you drive there, and you pull up to where the church is that Brother Jim Triplett started, you're going to find out that the, the old building, they still have it up, they have a new building now, but they have the old building. The old building, they started out probably in a structure, probably about as big as this, one room structure. And <coughs> Brother Triplett started to reach out and people started getting baptized and receiving the Holy Ghost. And pretty soon they, in that old building, they, they expanded, they, they added onto it and then got bigger and they went out this way. And then obviously they built a wing on so it went out a certain way. And so it grew, and, and pretty soon, Brother Triplett, even though he lived in that area, and the population of Racine wasn't really that much, I don't even think it was 50 people there, in Racine, Missouri, guess what? He ended up, uh, in the early days, when he first started that work there, there were some 250, some 350 people that would come and attend church there in that little building. Wow. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Praise God. And then it just kept growing. And so finally they had to add on, and pretty soon they got out of that building. Now they're in the bigger building. But oh, because And we look at our humble little congregation, and some of you are like, oh, poor. I'm not, you know, I don't see the, the way it is right now. Yes, it's temporary. Yeah. Yes, Amen. yes it is. It's temporary. That's it. Serving its purpose. Mm -hmm. But, you know, obviously there's going to be a day when it's going it's to change. Yes, it is. There's yep. going to be some renovation to take place. It's going to change. It's yes. going to expand. It's going to grow. Not just the building. I'm not talking about the building, but the people that are going to come into yes. this building. Yes. That's right. Amen. Amen. Yes. And so he says, and the Lord make you to increase and abound yeah. in love one toward another yes. and toward all men, yes. even as we toward you. Yes. God's will. It is. Thank you, Jesus. And if we can understand and we can comprehend God's will for our life, hey, right. he doesn't want to stain where we are. That's right. That's right. Amen. That's right. Amen. In our faith. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Very true. Amen. Because he wants us to grow. He wants us to expand. He wants that seed to be planted. 
So he said in Luke 12, verse 32, and this is my closing scripture. He said, fear not, little flock. Right. For it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Yes. Now, if you can, if you can comprehend, if you can tie into that, man, look what God's doing. I would that you would prosper even as your soul prospers. Even as your soul prospers. I would that you would prosper even as your soul prospers. So as we grow spiritually, God says, hey, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to take care of you. Amen. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all its righteousness. Yes. Yes. And all these things shall be added unto you. Yes. But what's the stipulation? Seek ye first. Yes. Oh, God. Here we are. Here we are. And I believe it's God's intent yes, it is. that we that we increase and we abound. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. My, my, my. And I pray that you comprehend everything you heard. Yes. It's all standing. Thank you, Lord. God sure knows how to speak to our hearts. Thank you, Jesus. He already knows. He's he knows the beginning from the end. And and what we choose to do right now, what we decide. As far as our walk with him, laying him into your life, I mean, guess what? Nothing but good. Blessing. Amen. Life. All those things. You think about it. That's what God wants to give us. I think I've proven without a shadow of a doubt that that's his intent for us. That's the direction his word wants to take us, but it's up to us. If we want to believe or not, we say, oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So that is in your hands right now. Everybody that can hear me under under the sound of my voice, that's what God wants you to understand. That's what he wants you to comprehend. 
knows what he's doing. He knows who he put in this church. He knows you. So you all have a you all have a role, you all have a part. And it's just positioning yourselves. Just believing. Amen. Hallelujah. Just believe in what God wants to do for you. The potential you have. Man, the places he wants to take you. Nothing like it. I never ever thought that the Lord would ever take me to Washington, D.C. and even let me speak at a folk service in the National Cathedral. Wow. Amen. Never thought I'd go there. That wasn't in my plan, but God worked it out where he sent us over there. And boom. And I wasn't even expecting to be called up to even be part of the service. They sprung it on me and I said, Whoa. Sure. Amen. Yeah. Never thought God would take me all the way up to uh, Oxford House, Manitoba. We had to fly in there. They, they flew us all the way up there. Wow. And there we were. And never thought I would experience what I experienced up there. I'm glad I was there. Amen. I'm glad. And he's taking us from the East Coast to the West Coast. Wow. All because, you know, and you, you think, oh, man. Brother Richard looks nice, Brother Richard. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That's a gentleman. Yes. Yes. I always remember preaching for Brother Robert Longshore. I stayed after he asked me to stay for the weekend. We went down for a camp meeting. This was, this was back in the 90s. And so I said, okay, I'll stay, brother. And I preached for him. I preached, I think it was two or three services. We were sitting there. And we were just fellowshipping. And brother Robert leaves the living room. And then he comes back out and has this garment bag. He says, Brother Marshall, Sister Pat and I want to give you something. I said, okay. Opens up the garment back, and there inside that garment back was two brand new suits. Wow. And two brand new dress shirts. And these weren't the cheap kind either. And he said, I kind of figured we're about the same size. So he said, that's how I knew what size to get. Sure enough, they fit perfect. Wow. Amen. So man, did I look, woo. <laughs> <laughs> Strutting around up there like, <laughs> and, and we we think God doesn't know. Right. You think God doesn't care, but God, you know, he, He'll make a way for us. Yes, He will. He'll make a way for us. He'll He'll make He'll open that door and He'll bless us. He'll bless us. Because He wants us to increase. He wants us to abound. Praise God. So just think about it. Where you are right now. You can experience so much more than what you would experience out there in the world. Praise God. Come on up. 
singers, musicians, come on up. Now, to the part of the service where you need to, you need to decide. What you gonna do? What you gonna do with the word that he gave to you? What's your response gonna be? What's the direction you're gonna go? Are you gonna believe? Because that's what God wants for you. Whatever it is that you're going through right now, whatever it is you're experiencing right now in your life, that, that grain of mustard seed, he said, you cannot compare it. What can you compare it to? What can you liken it to? One thing I found out, cannot outdo God. So it's just best just to work with Him. It's best just to let Him lead you. Talk about receiving. The Bible says all good gifts and all perfect gifts come from above. And the Father of light. So he wants to see that's his intent. We never really comprehend that. We never see that with God is man. He wants to see. So now that's up to you to say, Lord, okay, Lord. I want to humble myself, Lord. I want to surrender. I want to obey. I want to do what you want me to do, Lord. I want to be blessed. I want to be blessed. So I invite you to come up to this altar. Talk to him. Tell him what you want. If there are some things that you need to change, then you need to change them. As the Bible says, Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will exalt you in his time. You do that and then God will take care of you. But that's what you got to do. Let him minister. Whatever the need is. Whatever the need is. Hallelujah. Mahisha Jesus of God, I want you to have your way in this congregation. Lord, that you administer to every, every person, every heart. God, you know our thoughts. You know everything about us, Lord, and I pray. Let your word find a place in us, God. Let that seed, let it be planted. Let it flourish. Let it grow, oh God. Lord, that we can, amen, increase and abound in you. Amen, Lord, that our life, oh God, 
and be blessed, O oh Father, abundantly. God, with the spiritual wealth, the spiritual riches, God, knowing what it is to have true peace, joy, love, O oh God, and be truly content, Lord, in our heart, in our spirit, in our mind. And we can have that peace with you, God, knowing that everything is amen. Okay, Father. I pray, Lord, for your people. I pray for all those that are here. Help us, Lord, that we can 